0: you're listening to the cricket podcast i think it was a disgraceful performance and i think it should never be permitted to happen again that is very good
1: hello everyone Welcome to the Cricket Podcast, where we're going to be talking about the conclusion of Group A. The first round of the T20 Cricket World Cup is over. Netherlands had a bad day at the office. Sri Lanka had a great day at the office. And Namibia have become, well, have written history. How they've become the second team in this tournament to qualify from the first round for the first time in their history after Scotland did the same yesterday. I'm Jack Hope and I'm joined by Max Roe-Brown. Um, how are you doing, um, Max Row brown
0: I'm, I'm fine, thanks. I uh, really enjoy it when people refer to me as Ed Sheeran. So, um, yeah, if you, if you continue to put that in the comments, that'd be great.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, because of a technical error, uh, if you're watching this live, Ross Leg is labelled as uh, Max Roe-Brown. Um, Ross, Ross, um, first thoughts on today's cricket.
0: Um, well, it was uh, it was it was a really weird a really weird day of cricket because Ireland came out of the blocks absolutely smoking it, um, then fell apart, and then Netherlands decided, do you know what? We're just going to fall apart from the start. So um, <laughs> it's uh, an interesting approach from both. But um, I thought the Ireland versus Namibia game was really good, and I think that the Sri Lankan bowling lineup today. Um, proved that they might well cause some uh, the other more established teams, I suppose, if you could put them there, or the, the full full qualifiers um, into, into a bit of bother.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, they might do, if they're as bad as the Netherlands were at batting. Um, Ross, what are the messages for our listeners and viewers? Uh,
0: we are sponsored by Woodstock Cricket. Uh, if you want any cricket stuff, go to them and use code TCP25 and get 25% off. We are... Also on Twitter and Instagram, where you can follow us at the Cricket Pod. Um, and if you're watching this on YouTube, then like this video and subscribe to our channel.
1: Absolutely. Um, should we t- Should we start with Ireland v Namibia, the game that mattered? We'll do We'll do a little bit of time on that first. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I've got a little bit of a match summary. If you'd like me to, but, I would absolutely. Um, I was hoping yeah. you'd just
1: go straight ahead for us, but um, if, if you need my permission, then I am granting it to you now.
0: Uh, good. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm taking Max Roe Brown's beta role. And I'm just trying to fulfil that nicely. <laughs> cool. Uh, yes, yeah, so what happened to the cricket? Um, so it was another day of the World Cup, another shootout for a place in the Super 12. This time it was Europe versus Africa. The flower of Scotland was replaced by the Clover of Ireland and the al Hajar Mountains of Oman replaced by Namibia's Brandberg Mountain. Ireland won the toss and backed themselves to put an imposing score on the board and Sterling and O'Brien hit 55 in the power play to set things up nicely. But Namibia were measured, they were calm and they were clinical, as the following 14 overs saw them take eight wickets and concede only 70 runs. The slow and low deck of Sharjah had seen scores of around 135 in the IPL, Ireland with 10 short of par. Namibia lost the playoff battle playoff battle power play battle scoring less than 30 um, off the first six um but they were taking this game deep They'd, they'd channeled their inner Mahindra Singh Dhoni and they were just about staying in reach of the game um all up until the point David Visa came out and he joined captain Gerhard Erasmus at the crease in a close encounter boundaries were gold dust and Visa targeted Craig Young deposited him from two sixes and the pendulum flung Fully in the favour of Af- of Namibia, um, they go home with nine balls to spare. Namibia progress, and Ireland go home.
1: Yeah, I think Ireland blew this one. To be honest, Ross, um, if we go back to right right at the beginning of your summary, there and right at the beginning of the match today, somewhere around you know eleven thirty UK time, they just wrapped up a power play uh, where they'd they to be honest taken the Namibian bowlers to the cleaners. Um, Paul Sterling showed what he can do and, and why people here love him uh but, but you know the fall of the first wicket seven point over 62 for one you think at that point they're on course for 150 minimum don't you you'd think 150 might even be slightly under par um in in that situation what do you think went wrong for them uh after that was it was it just good Namibian bowling or or or, or did Ireland or what Ireland masters of their own demise to some extent
0: um, I sometimes think if like a team gets off to a good start, sometimes teams just like, oh actually, we've got the, the luxury of playing ourselves in a little bit here. And like Balberney and Delaney both kind of played themselves in and were both in quite early, um, well in quite quickly after both openers went. And I think sometimes that bit of luxury kind of pulls them into a full sense of security. And once they did that, they they completely lost what, four or five overs. They didn't score any runs really in that those in those sections. And it put too much pressure on them. And then when they tried to start hitting out, the balls that were there, they were just like, we want to hit this to the leg side. And actually all of the comms, Ian Bishop, I think, was talking about it, how you need to go down the ground and try and target that. But Namibia had set up for that. And they bowled to a really good plan. And I think Namibia took advantage of that and put a, could put a stranglehold on them. Um, so I think it was probably a mixture a mixture of both. A bit of, bit of stage fright and a, a bit, of, uh, bit of good captaincy and a good approach from Namibia.
1: Uh, just to illustrate how big of a demise this was at the end of the power play, according to Crickmetric, which um, do a projected first inning score on on their website, which is pretty good. Um, the projected low, so the lowest score that they thought you know w- could reasonably happen here, uh, was mm. was about one hundred and sixty uh, at the end of the power play. So it's it's a huge miss from the point of Ireland to to only add well up you know what was it sixty runs over the next. 14 overs or something like that. Uh pretty
0: 17, nice, yeah. One, two, five,
1: they ended up on. Yeah, pretty poor cricket, I, I thought. And I think, you know, like you say, um, it was like a it was a lack of ambition more than anything else. It was like they 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 never really kept the, or, or they decided to completely take the pressure off. Um, had they had they i mean you know they could have gone ballistic after after six overs like just been like well let's just slog like crazy and they'd probably just been bowled out for 120 and 14 overs if it had gone wrong um, they they managed to achieve uh, about as bad a score as they could possibly have achieved bearing in mind the situation they were in when when paul sterling was was out i thought uh, i mean obviously namibia you know they did bowl well the spinners were pretty good. Um, and, and, and they made it tough-ish for Ireland. But I, I just thought, you know, you've watched the whole IPL and, and you've seen the teams that do well at Sharjah, they, they really attack the ball. They get their, their strike point, if you like, where they're hitting the ball is a long way down the wicket. And Ireland were like playing late cuts and stuff like that and, and trying to nudge into the leg side. And it's, it's, it's a small ground. You just never, you're never going to get value for runs for those shots in the first place because the, the boundary field is so close that there'll never be a two. Um, and and on top of that, you're playing on a pudding, basically, aren't you? I mean, Max yeah. called it the charger pudding. We need to come up with a recipe for the charger pudding. I think uh, maybe in time for Christmas. Um, but it, it it it's it's you're never going to find the boundary with those either. So You can't manipulate the field for a quick two, uh, and you're not going to get the ball away because the pitch is so slow unless you go out and strike it. Uh, and Ireland just effectively didn't go out and strike it for for at least. You know, ten overs. Then they left themselves with a situation with five overs left, where they needed to get forty, like you say, to get up near near par um, off the last off the last five, up near the IPL par, Uh, and 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 that was just a bit too much for them. And it is another case of a team that you know they're not an associate nation, but they're one of the smaller nations in cricket, not able to, to hit out near the death because they, they don't have the firepower that a major nation would uh, just try and hit a six That's yeah
0: I, just, there's, I, no, I think, there's no ambition
1: I think you've got to try and go earlier when your better players are in and your better players are set and and, and they didn't um, and it was a shame for them It's a shame because you know people like Irish cricket they 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 had they're, they're one of the, the they, they're probably the first small nation in the last 20 years to break out weren't they um hmm. Uh, before Afghanistan, they were beating Pakistan and they were beating England. Um, so, uh, not not a great result at all for them because this means also that they they will not automatically qualify for the next World Cup in Australia, um, mm-hmm. which is good, which Namibia now will, uh, which, which is you know really cool for them. But trouble trouble for a test playing nation there, I think, and quite and quite a poor campaign for a test playing nation there to get to get knocked out. Uh, Namibia batting Ross. Um, I think it's fair to say they almost fell into the same trap as the Irish, didn't they? Uh, the the two openers weren't going anywhere fast. Uh, when when Zane Green's out for twenty four or thirty two, um, how much of a chance did you actually give them of winning?
0: Um, well, it was clear that they weren't. They were just trying to take it deep, as I said in the intro. But it was a little bit. It must be a little bit worrying for them. But they've got that engine room, right? They they do have hitters in that middle order, which Ireland didn't today. And there was a little bit of. Don't worry, we've kind of got this. There was almost like a calmness to it. Um, but there was people who were definitely Namibia fans and definitely some commentators on Twitter who were getting a little bit edgy and being like, Green is playing a match losing innings here. Um, and actually, I thought if he would have continued batting, it might well have been. And it sometimes is that case of actually, sometimes you'd prefer some people to stay in rather than actually get out. Um, and in this case, when he got out, David Visa comes, comes to the crease um and he's he a bit of a change, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's so proved that he's kind of yeah, proved that he's a really, really strong addition to this side. And um oh, but fantastic no. for Sussex. I thought uh, I thought we'd lost you there, Ross. Um oh, no, yeah, I'm no, sorry. he
1: has been he's been fantastic for Sussex, he's been fantastic in the PSO, he was good in the CPL this year. He's had he's got IPL experience. It's it's um he, you know, he's a bit old, um, but as csk proved this year, you know, playing on these UAE pictures, ages, ages, but a number. He, he, uh, he kind, of,
0: um, he's kind of look, looks like a... Have you seen the film's Lethal Weapon? Like I have like seen the I
1: have, but, but yeah, I've, I know. You know what I've seen? I've seen the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia remakes of... Uh, lethal weapon uh, yeah, but yeah carry
0: yeah. on well he's kind of like um he's, he's like mel gibson Look, kind of looks like mel gibson that or he could easily be like lethal weapon seven and he'd be the villain in that that's the kind of get up that he's kind of going for and he's brilliant he's absolutely brilliant another two man of the match performances in the world cup so far for him yeah and they've both been in like quite impressive chases as
1: well um i mean i i thought to be honest that this was Going to be a little bit beyond them. Um, even when when Vita came out, I just thought that you know on this charge of wicket. Um, going at eight and over or, or whatever it got up to would have been pretty difficult. And um, I, I thought they'd make a mistake. They didn't. Um, and, and it was sort of largely down to him. Um, Gerhard Erasmus as well. We haven't really spoken about him, but he played quite a composed innings. The captain holding things together, you, like, he, he obviously had the equation in his head uh, once he finish on 53 or 49. So it's, it's pretty much the exact run rate they required. Mm-hmm. Um Good batting from him as well. Obviously aware that they've got the they call it the bomb squads, don't they? Yeah, I think so. they call Erasmus Visa and 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 Smith the bomb squads. Um, he was more like the cherry bomb today, uh, Gerhard Erasmus. But but he did know that Smith and Visa were to come, and that if he could sort of still be there later in the innings, that they'd probably win this one. So yeah, I, I thought it was a very impressive innings from him again. Uh, what did you reckon?
0: Um, yeah, it was good. Uh, Joint second slowest 50 of all time in T20 internationals. So that's a, a nice thing to have when you're a winning captain. Um, but it kind of just shows you how you need to adapt your game sometimes. And this was a slow and low deck, right? And when Ireland haven't got enough runs on the board, that gives that team the luxury to do what they did today. It, and I said in the match summary, they were clinical and they were very measured. Um, and it's yeah, a, a testament to Namibia's approach right and I was reading some of the reports on um, emerging cricket and saying that actually this has been Namibia's approach Namibia have been a strong outfit throughout the qualifiers and they have a certain brand of cricket where they do back themselves and I think having that confidence having that role clarity is a major major thing for um, a side like this um Ireland on the other hand wasn't really like they're the bowling they lost Mark Adair to injury um Simi Singh bowled the eighteenth over. When you've got a when you've got an off spinner in against what David Reeser and a set um, Gerhart, you're kind of in that position. We just like, is this really the best thing to be doing right now? Um, yeah, it just just seemed a little bit all over the place for Ireland, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, it wasn't really clear. I mean, I I just think go back to that first innings and I I, I laboured it a little bit, but that that the way they batted after Paul Sterling was out wasn't the way a team that knows what they're doing and what their overall objective is uh, you know if you're going to bat first at charger um you've got to be the 140 is an extremely competitive score so yep. when you're when you're given uh like a huge gift of a start by by paul sterling um you, you've just got to break it down and be like we need right lads we need we need 80 here off 13 overs with nine wickets in hand um surely you know let's just keep our heads as you were saying we need to hit four sixes basically that's the what the way to score runs at Sharjah isn't to nurdle it's to be like find the ball that you want in your zone and hit it up in the air because the yeah. boundaries are so close that you'll you'll get away with it I mean we saw we saw Visa get away with that for his, for his first six didn't he he it brushed the hand of Kevin O'Brien as it went over the rope you know probably 80 percent of the grounds in world cricket Maybe more. That just goes straight to the bloke on the rope. Uh, may, coming in a lot of the time. The, the guy has to run in ten yards to catch that. at Some places, not a charger. Um, and that's the you know that's how you that's how you break open and and, and win that game. They only hit a single six. Island they hit one six, five fours from Paul Sterling. The rest of the team managed to hit five fours between them uh, in ninety-six deliveries. That's crap.
0: That's really... absolutely crap. <laughs> I t- I'll tell you that's... what wasn't crap though. I'll tell you, Yar uh, ja, France.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good name. He's a good bowler as well. I, I yeah, but bowls play. like
0: Harbushan. He literally he he is. is bowling yeah. like Harbashan Singh, I mean, there are worse bowlers to base yourself off if you're, a, if you're an aspiring off spinner. And I, thought, I was impressed by him.
1: Yeah. Um, this means that Namibia will join uh, Scotland in the what, what I think is probably the tougher group when you look at the, the A list teams playing in it, uh, with India, Pakistan uh new zealand and afghanistan i, I remember that this time yeah mm-hmm. um do namibia have a chance of winning any matches ross uh, every team or or should they just enjoy the five matches they're going to have against uh, against good opposition
0: um i think that they've um they've got they haven't got a bad team um, but i'm just they are coming up against like some better quality players. Like, there is a massive difference between coming up and facing kind of Kevin O'Brien bowling at kind of 65 mile an hour dobbers compared to Shaheen Afridi coming in and whacking in at 89 mile an hour Yorker. They're just it's a little bit of a step up. Um, yeah, Boomer specific-
1: bowling from. Point.
0: <laughs> yeah, the the, the the spinners are a little bit better. I mean, you saw the spinners today, right? For um, Sri Lanka, like, um, they were just a class above what Netherlands would be used to playing. And I think there is just a bit of a um, that, that step up is going to be diff- difficult. But there's no, it's, it's like Scotland. They're, they're there. They've they've done the they've done the bit that they wanted to do. Anything from this point on is a bonus. They've got the ticket to the next World Cup. They're going to inspire more people in Namibia to play cricket. Like The whole thing is mission accomplished for them.
1: Yeah, yeah, that absolutely is. And I, you know, on a personal level as well, um, if if a couple of them have a good tournament, then there are franchise leagues that would be interested in Gerhard Erasmus. I'd have thought, or or JJ Smith. I don't. We haven't seen. Uh, the J.J. Smith that everyone tells us about so much in, in in this tournament, but you know, if he if he hits Shaheen Afridi for a couple of sixes, then suddenly he's at the PSL next year. You know, what, that's yeah. how this that's,
0: that's yeah, how I'll this do. works. <laughs> I think Visa's is going to be rocking out for CSK. That's what's going to happen. Thirty-seven uh, yeah. years old.
1: Yeah, uh, I think the final thing to say from my point of view is that Namibia absolutely deserved this. They played better cricket than Ireland today. They outplayed the Netherlands in the last game. Um, they have they are playing the the most effective brand of, of T20 cricket, I think. And especially for a team that probably weren't favourites today, they went out and, and, you know, they they did everything right to make it difficult for Ireland. Um, and mm. I, I think that's very much to be applauded. Anything you want to say on this game before we
0: move on to uh, the thriller? Um, yeah, I, I want to say one thing. I am all for fielders continuing to do the Cantonal celebration. We had Jitinga Singh do it yesterday. Kevin O'Brien did it twice today. Um, I hope we continue to see the, oh, look at me. I've just managed to catch one standing at mid on. So well done, Kevin O'Brien. Yes, yes, he did. Um, was
1: he, he, this was a thing on the commentary, wasn't it? Was he outside the circle for the second one? It didn't matter at all because it was you were in sort of like, do we retire green for the sake of the team territory when when he was caught out but he was he looked like he just a, a bit slow getting into the ring and that maybe should have been a free hit but i
0: don't know what you thought yeah uh, one of the a green getting out won them the game it was always perfect i saw some uh, saw some people on this and doing the whole um, when is uh, when is when is a team going to retire out someone and today would have been the perfect opportunity for the team to do it
1: i think as soon as that someone does that they have to change the law
0: i i really don't
1: like that no. I think well, it's. it's I think wrong. it's. It's. It, it undermines like some of the central pillars of what cricket is. If you start retiring batsmen out and bringing them in and out for match ups and stuff like that, it isn't baseball. It's not American football. It's. Mm. It's. It's a
0: different sport. Oh, um, you, a person could just. They could just be like, okay, well, I'm just going to hit my own wicket then. <laughs> but um, well, they can. Much- but that's a yeah. that uses there's up just-
1: a ball, doesn't it?
0: yeah true there's not too many batsmen as well there? there's no in fact there's no batsman i've ever met or played with at the, the amateur level let alone the professional level who's going to turn around and go yeah no i, I can't do it from here i'm going to get myself <laughs> out uh, it's, it's a big but ego game isn't somebody, it somebody
1: somebody will make somebody retire out in the next couple of years i reckon it won't be it'll be in like the C. it'll be, it'll be down
0: western it'll be down western in yeah, t10 yeah, yeah yeah
1: but they but as soon as that happens somebody needs to change the law and be like if you retire a batsman who's not injured then they're out that's a wicket and it costs you a ball because it's it's yeah I don't, you can't under anyway that's a tangent we don't need to go down. Um, Sri Lanka, the Netherlands. Um, do you reckon you could do a summary yeah, that lasts yeah, longer I've, than the match?
0: <laughs> no, I've, I've I've written the match report. Um, Sri Lanka turned up, Netherlands didn't. The end. Um, that's it. It was it was an absolute tra- trouncing, wasn't it? It was it was unbelievable. Was Sri brilliant. Lanka. It was awful to watch from the Netherlands' point of view, and it was like uh, Ryan Tendrich last game um and i think it didn't he deserved, play yeah uh, yeah and, yeah, and it's just like dropped okay yeah that's just like what's going on um oh, just one thing after the other this is a um this is a tournament to forget for the netherlands and there was quite a lot of hype especially by the dutch um kind of being like you know what, actually we're going to do something here all they've done unfortunately is embarrassed themselves so um not, not a great look. But today, we saw the best side of Sri Lanka, I thought, in terms of their bowling lineup, They've finally got two pacers who actually bowl pace. Um, they've got two mystery spinners. I mean, in the chat, people were calling them chuckers, but it would be really difficult. Not chuckers till get... they're called, are they? Exactly. I mean, no. I mean, there's going to be... Marijn, he's a chucker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sajid Admal. You, well, I'm not, actually, I'm not going to go down this route. Um, <laughs> uh, but there is a piece around... If they're going to play three games at Charger, I think, so they're going to play on this low, and, this low and slow deck, and actually getting the right line and length on that spin bowling today is what Hasaranga did really well, um, and doing that against some of the better batsmen who cause them a bit of trouble. But I liked your point around how the good IPL batsmen were playing against them. They were taking the stride down the pitch. The Netherlands were going back to these deliveries and you just saw that they were completely bamboozled by them. You have to use your feet and that inception point, you have to to get there. Um, And yeah, they just unfortunately were out of their depth today.
1: I think that's basically what it was. You know, I'm not an expert on Dutch cricket. I would imagine Dutch wickets are uh, either synthetic and quite bouncy, or they are similar-ish to English wickets, and that they'll be like the same grass prepared the same way, and so on, and you know, be a little bit bouncy, be a little bit flat. They're definitely not going to be charger puddings. Um, mm. You know, uh, a lot of the Dutch guys as well. They actually they've got, they've they've either played a lot of cricket in South Africa or they played a lot of county cricket, so they'll have had exposure to those types of wickets. And you know, on top of that. They're not, they're not elite elite level players. They're they're definitely the the level down most of them. So they're they're less good players playing in really alien conditions against two quite good spin bowlers, uh, and you you can kind of see how how it can go wrong for. Or, well, no, you saw literally how it went wrong, or it could, it can go wrong for these these sides. Mm. Um when, it happens to
0: it happens to the best of them as well. England yeah, have yeah, been the yeah. receiving end of that as well. Well, India um,
1: bowled out for thirty six less than a year yeah. ago. So there, um, it, it does
0: happen. So there's, there's no, there's no shame in it. It was just unfortunate today that, yeah, they were just, they were just out of their depth on that bit. And, and the Netherlands don't have a good glut of spinners either. Like Scotland at least have a couple of spinners that they can kind of trust and they've got people who are playing against it in the nets, et cetera. Scotland, uh, Netherlands didn't really seem to have that, unfortunately.
1: No, no, and I I think a lot of people said that their pace bowling was very good, and I I don't think that quite turned up at the tournament, or or it certainly wasn't. It wasn't like Sri Lanka's pace bowling was good. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: they didn't really seem to get it right. I think on those kind of pitches, you need to be targeting the stumps. But I think when you target the stumps, that doesn't mean you have to pitch every single delivery up there, kind of because all that does is risk you getting hit back over your head. It is just that one that is just back of a length that we've seen work in the UAE in the IPL, right? Um, and it is difficult to get away if it does bounce up a little bit, or you kind of try and go down to it, and you, the, the length is just a bit difficult to read. So, yeah, they, they got it wrong, but that, that goes down to inexperience, probably in this in this kind of in these conditions, like you said.
1: Um, can I ask you a question? How good do you think Hasaranga actually is? Because uh, some people are saying he he'd play for a, like one of the good Sri Lanka sides. So we're talking, I don't know, five six five to fifteen years ago. In in the golden era um, of Sri Lankan cricket after, obviously, their World Cup win. Um, Would he? Because I'm still not 100% sure I'm drinking the Kool-Aid on Hasaranga.
0: I'm, I'm not really sure he's done enough as of yet. I think he's still relatively kind of green behind the ears when it comes to international cricket and kind of being on the scene. He obviously got picked up by RCB, didn't really play and then he played once or twice and then got dropped. Um, he can bat a bit which goes in his favour he can
1: bat that's definitely true yeah
0: um, so th- that does help and I think that I think, it, 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 again we talk about how recency bias comes into this kind of stuff if he performs in the Super 12 then sky's the limit right the, the yeah. recruiters around the world are going to be just like oh this guy's just got Bear, Bearstow out um, Jason Roy Joss Butler great but actually he's, he's got to prove it and at the moment he's, he's just not quite there it doesn't mean he can't do it um, I think they were, they were breaking down how to pick his leg spinner compared to his googly. And actually, there's not much difference in the hands. It's really difficult for those batsmen to actually do that. But again, we've seen people like Kul deep Yadav come and go. Is he going to be another kind of Kul deep Yadav in that regard, where people actually figure out, actually, this is how you play him? Um, I'm not sure people are going to go back like they do to Kul deep Yadav and then be able to move their feet. They're probably going to attack him. And we might need to see that and how he reacts in um, in that kind of environment.
1: Uh, well, I look forward to it. He's definitely an entertaining player. There's absolutely no doubt about that. You know, batting and bowling um, hmm. is it, it both looks really good, but um, it looks a lot better when you're playing at Sharjah against some part-time cricketers. Um, is 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 what I'd say. I, I think I think how he goes in the next five matches will, to some extent, make or break Sri Lanka's tournament because you know there were people with justification saying this Sri Lanka side might not make it through this group there. They were so poor against England earlier this year. It's, it's, it's so poor. They had to send people home for going out on the piss um, <laughs> instead of, instead of being in their bubble. Um, you know, they, they, you know, that, that meant their best wicket keepers not available. And suddenly they, they've managed to pull together a good bowling attack by the looks of things against the people they played so far. But we do have to bear in mind, you know, well, I, I think maybe what people didn't bear in mind before the tournament was that they were coming up against some pretty average players in some cases. Mm. You know, the, the the teams in their group batting-wise, most of them have two players that are good and then and then some fill-ins batting-wise. Um, so how yeah, so how he gets on. I like you know, that they, but, but they've built some confidence, is what I mean. they play some soccer cricket, they've 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 overcome the opposition they had to overcome. Uh, where's the limit for, for Sri Lanka, I think, is the question I'm asking.
0: Well, in the chat, just to um, put that Hasaranga point, we've got um, Royal Dong, who's uh, gone with Hasaranga, makes Shadab Khan look like Adam Zampa. So there's some good <laughs> mental gym- gymnastics going on there. Quality Shot, who we've uh, been on the podcast before with, um, is clearly a Hasaranga stan. Um, and then uh, Swandeep Gupta has uh, come in and backed out our position of let's give him a couple of years and then let's judge him. Um, so it, it's great, right? I think th- this is the beauty of World Cup cricket. You're getting to see these players on a much bigger stage. Um, I think the rest of the Sri Lankan lineup, th- their pace, their pace bowling, lo- pace bowlers look okay. Um, was it Kamara and Chima? Um, and Kamara, sorry, I just can't see their batting causing those issues. Like, just, no. they just, there's, there's just not that much of a threat to me at the moment. But I, I tell you, if you're playing at the charger, all it takes I think is they have somebody three to...
1: games at charger or something like that
0: yes yeah, so, but and all that takes right is someone to figure out how they can bat on it hit a 60 relative in, in 40 balls or whatever and actually that wins you the game at charger and that can be the yeah. difference
1: absolutely I mean that is that's that, that this is the 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 bad Western theory for these smaller nations is you want to have as many guys in your batting lineup that could in theory get 70 or 40 because mm. if one of them goes or if two of them go then you're definitely going to have the score to defend and then you sort of hope for the best with the bowling. <laughs> uh, except for Sri Lanka's case, their bowling is a bit better than hope for the best. You know what I mean? It's it's actually, if the, if somebody got for 70 or 40 balls against uh, Australia mm. at Sharjah, I don't know if they're playing, they're not playing Australia at Sharjah as a bad example. I think they're playing South Africa and England at Sharjah. Yeah. Against South Africa, 70 or 40, uh, South Africa batting second have to get, say, 150 to win. I don't think South Africa are getting that very often um, against yeah. this. Uh, and so there, there, are ways to win. I don't know if England would get that. Um, I think that would be pretty, pretty tough chase for England. Oh,
0: oh, is it? Um, I'm going to absolutely butcher his name, but I uh, uh, think That's
1: good. I, I think it's like I think it's like it's 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 um it's got a hard T. I think. Okay.
0: So, but again, like bowling in pairs is actually really important, especially in T20 cricket, and having that rhythm. And there is a bit around this t- team that it could click into place. Um, but again the step up in quality is massive bowling against the Netherlands versus bowling against England is completely different um, because it's, 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 like a, it's a passive and a dominant re- relationship right and I think that is that is it completely gets reversed when you start playing against the big boys and um, yeah it will be it's going to be a really good really good um, second part of the tournament and I love the fact that there's games at Sharjah makes it more interesting I think
1: uh, yeah, and also, if if there's by some miracle a decent pitch at Charger, we can still see 200 aside, which is what we want, you know. It's, it's um, that's a of the century, that's a of the century. That would be good. Uh, right, that's it. Say goodbye to Netherlands. Well done, Sri Lanka. They're through um one in seven overs, so god knows what their net run rate is. Probably world record um net runner i actually want to find that out so hold on a second oh only th- only plus 3.75 i feel like it should be higher if you beat a team in seven overs mm. um anyway let's uh move on we've got a few questions on twitter and then we'll make a few predictions ross we're up to about 25 minutes so we only want to do five minutes well,
0: we've got, we really. got 100 people watching at the moment which is great because yes. um it, we're, who, not, we're, we're all not talking who, about who, india yeah yeah <laughs> <It's> amazing <laughs> so yeah, thanks um, for those watching
1: if you, are, if you are watching, hit like, hit subscribe. Um, that helps us a lot in terms of growing the channel. We're trying to get to 10,000 people, aren't we? It was the road to 10K. We started the road to 10K about a month ago, uh, but the road was is, is quite long, so we stopped talking about it. But then we've had a little bit of a surge. So road to 10K, it's back on. Uh, Pranjal says, um, "Sri Lanka has a decent." This is just saying this. I, there's no question. Sri Lanka has a decent bowling lineup. Ross, maybe even better than England's lineup. Well, I'm going to make that question: Who has the better bowling lineup, England or Sri Lanka?
0: Um, England. England do. I think their pace-, pace bowlers are both better. Timar Mills is better than Kimera, uh, and um, Kamara Wood. is. Yeah, Wood is better than him. Um, Spin wise, Adil Rashid and Hasaranga. I'm not sure who you who you prefer actually. Both are probably actually relatively similar in T20 cricket. Um, I think you'd yeah. probably go with Rashid, but like we're saying, that's
1: partly because um, Hazaranga is a bit of an unknown quantity still. He's mm. quite new on the scene. People haven't he hasn't played in this tournament the sort of side that will have a video analyst and all the batters in a room being like, this is how you pick the googly, mate. And yeah. This is this is where you like he bowls too slow in this area, so hit him over for six over there. Um, we, you know he might turn up next week and blast through a couple of teams, and and then we'll all be saying, well, he's definitely better than Rashid. But at the moment, Jury's still out to some extent. R R says, uh, given the number of matches this group plays in Sharjah, uh, except for Australia who got lucky, they're not playing any. Are England going to qualify? Just- <laughs> along with a subcontinental team like Sri Lanka or Bangladesh. So I think there are nine group matches at Sharjah. Um, six of them involve teams that have gone through the qualifiers. So teams like Sri Lanka or Scotland or whatever. Um, I think I think two things about that. I think that that means there's a decent chance of an upset because in those low-scoring games, forty off, 70 or 40 makes a huge difference. Uh, and if you've got Hasaranga, that's where you want him to be bowling, isn't it? Skidding it around, you know, a foot off the ground. Um, who do you think is going to go through at Group A or oh, Group 1?
0: So Someone put in the uh, in the chat, if someone correctly calls the position of uh, those who will give them a million dollars. I mean, we'll, it, we'll keep is...
1: the podcast going for a couple of weeks.
0: Um... <laughs> uh, I, As much as the spin bowling is there, I just don't think Bangladesh and Sri Lanka have the batting prowess to actually do do enough. Um, I've seen that people are calling South Africa dark horses. Absolutely not a chance. Um, it's an Australia. They're just full of a bunch of all-rounders. Like the the, the select the selectors are so strange for Australia right now. Um, and then West Indies have got their off-field problems, um, but they are amazing. Absolutely amazing. England again, an amazing cricket team. Um, but will will they adapt to these slow pitches? So all of the six have the good good and bad parts about them. Um, I'm going to obviously have to say England to go through. Um, I think this worked to
1: West Indies. In I, was West
0: ba- Indies ba- West in- I was going to say West Indies in there, but West Indies, I mean, is Hayden Walsh Jr. actually the, going to be the spinner for them in this kind of thing? If they had Sun or Ryan, maybe. So but- here's
1: my, yeah, I think if they had Sun or Orion, they'd be really, really strong favourites to go through. Um hmm if not win the tournament, but here's what I think. I think the current West Indies side weren't good enough to win four or five matches. I think they're going to lose two, but in a group where lots of teams will be beating everyone because there's all, they're all major nations. They've all got good players. There's no, there's no whipping boy. Yeah. um I think, I think they'll batter a couple of teams do have a good net run rate win three go through with, you have go, go through with a three and two record, the same as England. And then I reckon the other three teams will well, other four teams will just beat each other, and you know they'll have a day out. Each of them will have a day out against one of the big sides against West Indies yeah. or, or England. But I, I just can't see Australia consistently winning loads of matches. And I, I think I think the presence of Bangladesh and the presence of Sri Lanka is a big problem for them because they're not easy wins. Had the, if it were if it were say Namibia if Namibia and Scotland were in England's group, then what would happen for Australia is you, you, if you beat. If you beat Namibia and Scotland, then you only have to beat like you might. You may only have to beat one of the other three sides to go through. Um, yeah, yeah. Now,
0: they're just stealing the fat kid sweets, aren't they? They're just yeah, adding yeah, yeah. it to their own. That's all they're doing in that, in that regard. But yeah, this, as I said, every game is going to be great to watch, and even even in the other group now, I mean, this is still going to be. I think it's going to be great.
1: Yeah. Well, in the other yeah, and in the other group, nobody's got room for error. This India Pakistan game, uh, if it wasn't big already now has like actual qualification implications resting on it because everybody knows that India packs they're all going to beat or they should beat Scotland and Namibia they should be quite easy wins um yes but so yeah it's gonna be good um do we have time for one more question? We oh, you know we've got one, another one from our, our predictions for the weekend. So England, West Indies, Australia v South Africa, uh, and India v Pakistan. Uh, we talked a bit about India Pakistan yesterday, so we don't want to overdo that. England, West Indies tomorrow, Ross. Uh, who's your money on? Uh, England.
0: I think. Um, England. I think we'll. I think. I think we'll start. I think we'll start strong. I think there'll be a bit where they come out of the blocks, and I think. Um, yeah, I think we will we'll shock and awe. Shock and awe.
1: Yeah, I. I, I think that. South Africa are a pretty weak team.
0: England could very
1: well pick a weird side and lose that match. Um, but if they go quite spin heavy, um, I think that they'll they'll beat South Africa there without too much drama. They're probably a 70-30% favourite, I would say. Um, which isn't too oh, compete by well, no, like South it's, Africa it, off,
0: it, but it's, it's Australia, South Africa, England, West Indies, isn't it?
1: Oh, what we? T- yeah, well, so I've read it off here. Sorry, I I messed that up.
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I still think I still well, think England. We've are just done the preview
1: West for Indies. later in the tournament. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> England yeah, so the West
1: Indies. Oh, that's uh, no, that's um, that that actually is a really close one. The only team mm. that you know from an England point of view that I think England should fear in this group is West Indies because they're they're the only team with a nut with more than one player that can actually take the game away from you
0: yeah I think the benefit for England at the moment is one, the balance of West Indies' side without Fabian Allen is a little bit off, so actually what they do with that lineup is a little bit interesting. and the fact that Andre Russell is just coming back from injury. I think Andre Russell, if you play him in two games time and he's got a couple of games underneath his belt, much more dangerous um, player to be dealing with. But first first game, I think England are going to be um yeah well set actually. and um, whereas Australia versus South Africa, I mean, I want South Africa to smash Australia. I I, I just want Australia to capitulate and finish bottom of the group. Nothing would make me happier.
1: (laughs) It could happen, couldn't it? I think that one of those sides is going to win and then think that they're like the champions. Probably Australia will win, and then they'll think they're the best cricket team on earth until whoever they play next, and and then they'll lose. So, yeah, I'm going to go... England-Australia. Probably, but I think the West Indies have got a really good chance. That's a very, very narrow England call there. Um, have you got anything more to add on India v Pakistan? We talked about it yesterday. Have you had, have any thoughts occurred to
0: you? Um, no, I, I just like the fact that. Uh when we've got quite a big Indian following, right? And in, in this regard... If
1: we do there say is, so ourselves. <laughs> but,
0: there, <laughs> but, there is, there is, but there is that bit around, that don't underestimate Pakistan. Yes, there's that 5-0 uh, kind of record in the world, in T20 World Cups. Um, yes, India have some of the best T20 players in the world. Um, but there is a... Don't underestimate the raw emotion of what's actually what Pakistan cricket has gone through in the last kind of couple of months. And I think there is a bit where they just have the players to potentially cause an upset. I think, as you said, there is so much riding on that game um, that I think experienced heads are going to tr- have to come through there. So you might see India's selectors actually go with a pretty unorthodox lineup um, just to try and see them through and get through the emotion of the uh, of the occasion. Hey, what does an unorthodox lineup look like to you? Uh, playing Ravi Ashwin first and foremost. I don't think I'd play him if I was actually picking my best India. Um, see, so I think
1: so. I think Ashwin's a guy who does get quite emotional. I, if I was going to pick a, yeah, I don't think see him as like a Terminator-style player. You no, know, game player. He's a big game player. Yeah, yeah, he is a big game player. He harnesses oh, yeah. his emotion.
0: Yeah, I um, think he's one of those players. He's he's a. It's like a Steve stu- Gerrard of India. He's the Stephen Gerrard of <laughs> India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the philosopher and uh, and the big game player.
1: The box to box midfielder of the Indian spin bowling attack. Um, yeah, no, I, I I haven't really got much more to add on it. We talked about it quite quite a lot over the, la- the last couple of days. I mean, it's and we'll definitely talk about it on tomorrow's pod um, with Dan. Um, I, I I'm just interested to see all the different combinations of players that you don't see very often. Like it's yeah, it's yeah. it's a disgrace, really, isn't it? Or it's not just you know it's a real disappointment um, that we have not seen a major battle between Shaheen Shah Afridi. And Virat Kohli, or uh, you know Rohit Sharma, or kale Rahul, like that's just not but, something that cricket has experienced yet. Or, or on the flip side, we've not seen Jasprit Bumrah bowl into Babar Azam. Like they, yeah. they should be box office match uh, matchups. You know, um, it's it's it it should be Joe Root v Jasprit Bumrah. That that's what Babar Azam v Jasprit Bumrah could be. You know, we mm. saw that all summer, and it was fantastic. Um, but uh, we, we, yeah, we just not had it from a. Yeah from 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 these really terrifically talented guys um who aren't allowed to play i know mean, their cricket balls get on as well they actually like the bcci and the pcb want to play each other uh,
0: but but politics there isn't it go. um so sri lanka versus bangladesh is the other one on sunday
1: uh i think sri lanka are better than bangladesh based on what i've seen but but then they've both been playing quite poor sides oh, that's a lottery game isn't it yeah it's, what are you, it's, it's, Do you it's, have it's, any it's, insight? It's,
0: it's, uh, it's a charger so um it, it instantly i think, I think that, that
1: suits it. both of them though yeah
0: but i, I just yeah. that's that's what i like about it it's a real leveler and i love it that
1: that's the sort of game where one of them could fail to chase 115 i reckon <laughs> i think both both sides whoever you know uh 130 will be a good score uh it'll be quite difficult cricket to watch i'd, I'd think um it's a huge game you know for either of them to actually qualify they have to win that one. I can't yeah. see them going on a tear and beating three of the other four in the group. I think they have to win that one, both of them. So yeah. it's uh you know, it's a it's a knockout match. Bangladesh have just won a knockout
0: match against Papua New Guinea. Um
1: <laughs> so, so they yeah, it doesn't mean warm too up. much.
0: Um Swaraj as putting the thing saying that considering Pakistan play India and New Zealand in their first two matches, if they lose both, they definitely out. Um it'll be, it'll be a long way back for them because New Zealand, yeah, New Zealand, I think. Are a pretty handy team, like, and again, people say that New Zealand are dark horses. They're bloody finalists to the last like two World Cups. Like they're not, they're not going to be mugs. But um, yeah, I think yeah, it's going to be again a very, very interesting group. That one, um, and then the game on Monday. I think we can talk about another time. Afghanistan, at Scotland. Um, oh, well, Scotland are going to win that one,
1: aren't they? Easy. Um, <laughs> we'll have to back Ronan on that one. Um, yeah, cool. We wrap this up uh just a reminder we are on twitter at the cricket pod you can subscribe to us on any platform actually and you should yeah road um, to take that now.
0: and patreon come on
1: yeah patreon we had a flurry of patrons now where's everyone where's everyone gone um in the show notes patreon.com forward slash the cricket pod um for data for hats for the the data is actually genuinely really good that's for four pounds a month if you want to learn more about cricket you're not gonna get a better deal um and there's something else we know oh woodstock cricket don't forget them uh, get yourself a bat
0: well thanks for listening everybody and we'll uh, see you soon
1: sports social podcast network
0: it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper